0: Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Sorry, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guess what? It's Friday the 29th, and you know what that means, baby. It's OMG OMG Jam Jam. (laughs) Um. Anyways, contain your excitement, Taylor. Jeez, you're making us look unprofessional here. Yeah. (laughs) That's right, though. It is the fourth installment of the One Mechanic Game Jam, presented by Game Devs Quest, yours truly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're just starting our morning off. Got a cup of coffee in my hand. Taylor apparently took a shower. I don't believe it. I'm going to shower when I've got the jam done and behind me. <laughs> when you got Until the then, jam not between your toes. Up- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not even getting up from this chair. I'm going to have to wheel around my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. We're super stoked to have
1: OMG Jam 4 going on. We dropped the themes yesterday, and people were going kind of crazy. So a lot of people starting, uh, which is cool because some people started when they they didn't have they didn't think they had time to do the jam. So I think releasing the the themes, people were a little bit confused by us doing it early. I think because it's like, oh, should we start? But then a lot of people were able to participate in the jam. It sounds like um, because of that. So that was pretty cool. Um, and dang, dude, we broke our record. We have 154 people signed up right now, which is awesome. We already have one Baller. entry, which is crazy. I haven't well, checked it out. We have but... one
0: entry all the time, immediately. So yeah, I wonder. That's not if... crazy. I know. Well, <laughs> I wonder. Yeah.
1: Anyways, um, yeah, we we thought we would just do a little beforehand snapshot. So, how you doing, Rhett? You feeling? You feeling ready?
0: Yeah, I'm feeling good. Um, don't know how good my things gonna be. I'm gonna aim real hard to try and get something playable completed. Um, have you thought but, of any ideas yet? <laughs> oh hell no, dude. Yeah, see, that's
1: so funny because like we decided the themes on Monday. And I have no idea what I'm gonna do, and it's Friday.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. But I'm trying to keep in the spirit of the jam, Me which too. is yeah, I know, didn't want conception like... all the way to the end in one weekend. Yeah, man. So awesome. Um, I I definitely I like you know that that style that sort of. Um, just roll with it style, you know? So, Yeah. that's what we're going to do. That's what I'm going to do anyways.
1: Yeah, I haven't done anything. I did, because um, I'm making my game in Pico 8, I did some practice the last week or so, um, getting the swing of things. Uh, it's going to be challenging. The last time I tried to do a jam in Pico 8, I did not finish. So, I'm a little intimidated, but this weekend I have very well structured in terms of time. And uh, I'm going to... I'm going to hit it hard but I'm going to take things slow and I'm not going to try to go too far outside the scope I think I'm really going to try and focus on the one mechanic and uh, a single mechanic <laughs> anyways so. right. I don't think you got my joke <laughs> <laughs> you remember the game a single mechanic that we yes. had one of those times okay
0: yeah <laughs> I just didn't think it was a good joke bro I'm uh, just kidding, I'm just kidding.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm just I know I'm not the funny one you don't have to run it out of my face
0: <laughs> yeah you, know, you are funny dude don't let anybody tell you otherwise <laughs> funny um, looking
1: oh, oh, oh snap
0: so anyways that's kind of all I had
1: on my agenda um, we're doing it separately so normally we would take this time to start brainstorming but I think we're going to stay separated are you going to do any streaming
0: Uh, probably not. I don't know. I'm just gonna, like, listen to some music and just have a good time, and I'm not gonna go AWOL or anything, so if you want to, like, chat later, I'm down, but, uh... Cool. Yeah, I'll probably um, be streaming a lot of the
1: time, but I also, like, our Discord is flourishing right now, so I don't want to leave people hanging, so I'll probably try and participate in there. Yeah. We've already got, like, man... Uh, people posting some of their their stuff, and of course, it's always like super cool and impressive. I don't know if you saw the game that Dribix is making.
0: Um, yeah, I think it looks I saw super cool. He has yeah. these
1: couple of planets that like rotate, and your little character is like jumping uh, around on the planets, and and he's like stuck to the planet, so the gravity like holds him into that planet. It's pretty right, cool. Right, right, right. So it's like. So, uh...
0: Super Mario Galaxy or whatever. Yeah. So that looks cool. That's pretty dope.
1: Development has a cool looking game. It's Source Rex. It's all going to be good, dude. So we're going to be trying to play all your games um, this next week. We have so many people signed up. I don't know if we're going to be able to do one stream, but we'll get in there and we'll play them all. So excited to see what you guys make. But uh, this is the snapshot beforehand We're pumped and ready. I think it's time, Rhett. I think
0: you might be on to something.
1: Yeah, man. All right. Well, good luck on the jam, everybody. We'll check back in afterwards, and then we'll be streaming later. So have a good weekend. Have a good jam. Make some games.
0: Game Devs.
1: buddy. This is Rhett and Taylor from Game Devs Quest with your weekly podcast. We just finished the OMG jam. And it's crazy.
0: <laughs> it's off the chain, yo. Yeah. You like how I just stole that from you, dog? Well, and then you open up by saying like it's Rhett and I was like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I know. You know
1: what? I noticed that in the in our themes announcement video that I did that too. And so maybe that means people think that I'm Rhett. I don't know. Wouldn't wouldn't yeah. be so bad, you know? You're a handsome guy. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Wow. <clears throat> OMG Jam four is done.
0: It is over. It's been a long, grueling weekend filled <laughs> with trials and tribulations, but we made it and we're stronger for it. We are.
1: Yeah. We've I... been
0: we've been tempered, as it were.
1: Yes. I am pretty exhausted. I uh, So I had Friday off. I took the day off. Normally, I work Fridays. And then I had to go back to work on Saturday. Um, but I pretty much used all of my free time on the jam, um, barring a couple of like walks with my wife and uh, editing the podcast from this last week. Um, but otherwise, dude, I spent probably like... I would say I spent 24 hours of the last three days working on this.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So I, and yesterday too. Wow. Like right at the end, I, I felt like yesterday I had a playable game that I could have submitted like even before doing anything, but I spent yesterday putting a lot of polish into it. Like I added some music and I um, added a couple of new features that I think really helped. And then just like, tweaked some of the title screens and stuff like that but i ended up spending like five i had almost a five hour stream last night right before like right before the deadline and uh yeah it was just crazy like it was almost addicting you know you get going and at least for me I, i was really enjoying like how my game was was coming together and then it was just like i wanted to keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing to try and get it like super polished you know So it was a crazy weekend, man. I barely did anything other than jam. I barely saw anybody. Like my wife was house sitting this weekend. So she was gone like the whole time. So it was was basically me and my cats and whoever was on my stream. (laughs) (laughs) So. Nice. But anyways, we can dive into that kind of stuff real quick. um, Why don't we talk about our challenges
0: from last week? Yeah. Can you tell me what they were? Uh, yours was to finish the game jam, which um, I think it's safe to say I did I mean yeah. I submitted, yeah, that counts that's i will I will preface by saying like is it a game eh, it's debatable <laughs> uh, but like I said, man, uh last time we talked about it, it's like you know there's some family stuff going on, um, so I probably got about a solid twelve hours in at least 10 of which was on friday (laughs) um and then saturday was almost a no-go and then yesterday i spent a lot of time just tweaking some stuff and trying to see if i could get some of my math right so i I guess it could have been almost 15 hours between 12 to 15 hours because i did spend a lot of time yesterday with my laptop um trying to tweak math nice But, uh, yeah, I'm actually, like, pretty happy with what I have, and I'm actually kind of excited. Like, I kind of want to work on it some more in my free time and try and uh, actually get something a little bit more uh, playable out of it. Nice. Dude, that's cool.
1: And if you remember, OMG Jam 1, we we wanted to just be one day. (laughs) Yeah. So if you go under those rules, you're good, dude. Hell yeah. you, You crushed it. And, I mean... 15 hours over a weekend is a lot of time, especially when you're busy, so...
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was kind of weird. I mean, you know, I definitely had to battle for my time on, on Saturday and Sunday. All the, uh, you know, Saturday was virtually non-existent for m- my work, but but yeah, I'm actually pretty happy with with it. It was kind of fun. I learned a lot. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to doing more. I'm a little bummed I couldn't figure out a couple of the, you know, little flavor things. Like, I couldn't quite figure out how to get sound effects to work the way I wanted them to. Mm. Um, and I added, I had a bunch of sound effects that I had just made with my mouth Yeah. and like music I had made with my mouth and stuff. <laughs> and like, I could get it to work, but I couldn't get it to work the way that I wanted. So I just opted to have it out. Yeah. Well, I, I heard a bunch of people say, oh shoot, I submitted and I forgot
1: to have sound. So you're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't forget. <laughs> no, I had well, a choice. Yeah. So it won't be the only one without sound, but you know what? Silent film era, you know? Absolutely. Baby steps. So um before we get to my challenge, because mine was I don't know. I don't know if I really passed it. Uh but what what are like the biggest things you feel feel like you learned from the jam? Like you feel like uh was there anything really eye opening with Click Team Fusion that you you figured out or like what was what was it all about,
0: man? Um I don't know. Yeah, I definitely learned a lot. Um Did you enjoy using Clickteam Fusion? I did. Nice. Yeah, I did enjoy using it because it's really intuitive and honestly, it's you can do most of anything you need to do without using any coding. Yeah. Um I had to write a couple expressions just um because so like Clickteam Fusion, it had it has Basically, all of these, I guess, like what they call objects that you can drop in your game and you can drop them in the scene, which will be on camera, or you can drop them off the scene and they'll still impact the game. Like you can drop a physics engine object uh, into your game off the scene and it will basically have like a little, you know, like your unit unity, like editor off to the side. Yeah. Yeah. it'll have that type of stuff where you can tweak the parameters of your like physics that you're using.
1: Yeah. Okay. And so So it's like like
0: really simple to do. And I use that a bunch for like the, um, tutorials and stuff. But then when it came time for me to use mine, like I couldn't actually get anything to work the way that I wanted it to. Hmm. And they had a physics object of called, um, a physics magnet basically. And I was like, Here we go. This is going to be
1: like for the planet or something.
0: Right. I thought this will be my like gravity well type thing that I need. Like how easy can that be? (laughs) Holy shit, dude. I just apparently had no idea how to get any of this stuff to work. So no matter what I did, I probably spent most of my time just trying to get that to work and it felt like it should just be drag and drop tweaks and parameters and I watched a bunch of videos, read a bunch of forums, but like nobody was using it as far as I could tell. Like, and maybe I was just Googling the wrong stuff, but, um, what I ended up doing was just opting to create the gravity myself by, um, by coding it essentially. Mm-hmm. And so I found a couple of ideas a couple of ways that people had done it themselves. And so I kind of harvested some of their ideas and tried to implement it myself, but I couldn't actually get it to do the things that I wanted it to do, which basically to give you an idea, I wanted to have a planet in the middle of my game on the screen that basically exerted what we would call gravity. And it would suck your little character, which is a spaceship into the center of it. If you weren't, actively trying to fly. Okay. Or it would also suck you into the center of it while you're trying to fly, but if you were, you know, pointing away and trying to fly, you would fight it, right? Yeah. So like I thought it would be fun to have a game where like you're constantly being sucked to the middle and stuff is happening. Um yeah, Anyways, it like a cool idea. Yeah, so the code that I ended up writing for it uh basically got the gravity to kind of work. However, my numbers must've been off or something because like, and then, and, and, and then the only way that I could actually get it to, to actually work was if it just assumed direct control over the position of your object. So like you can't, you can't actually fly once you enter the gravity well of the, of the planet.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. It
0: just takes over and flings you around. And then, of course, you're gaining more and more speed, so then it just flings you off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so, tries as I might, I couldn't actually get that to work the way that I wanted to. Yeah. But, Well. it's kind of cool that I even got it to work at all. Like, even remotely close to what I, you know, because... And then originally, you know, it's like the screenshot I shared, the the first one, you know, I had like a little car driving around on a map. And uh, originally, that's what I was going to do. But again, I couldn't get some of the stuff to work the way that I wanted it to. Um, I thought it would be a lot easier, uh, but I was wrong. So there you go. <laughs> Dude, that's all good. Good job uh, getting something submitted.
1: I mean, it sounds like it's playable. You could at least do stuff. So yeah, the menu
0: is completely playable, um, and then the actual game itself is more of just like a demo of my shitty gravity engine. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty proud of it. I was like showing Bailey last night, and she was like, <clears throat> and she was like, oh. And at first, you know, when it gets into the game, she's like, oh, I see. So you gotta like do these things. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Nothing works. <laughs> And she's like, oh, so you just fly there in the menu, and then you just get flung off the screen. I was like, yeah. She's like, okay. (laughs) Uh, That's all right, man.
1: Um, First time I did a game jam with Pico 8, I made Slap Happy Scientist. And you can't really – I mean, you could see what the game was, but you can't really do anything you can like walk around the screen and like make a little slap kind of a thing. And then that's about it. So, and I spent like a whole weekend on it, you know? So I know how that Mm -hmm. feels, especially when you're doing something, um, that you don't have like a ton of experience with. It's hard. Like picking, picking a game engine that you're not like well practiced in is pretty hard. So no worries, dude. Good job. Uh, submitting. Um, and we'll dive into other we I guess I haven't played any of the games so far. Uh, but...
0: Um <clears throat> I haven't either. I've just been looking at them.
1: Yeah, same here. And a lot of them look amazing.
0: <laughs> but uh Yeah. Of course I saw Maddykin's on Twitter when he posted it and I was like, damn it, that looks so amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Of <laughs> and course. the name is Genius, dude. Like, how... I know. Like, come
1: on. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um so we'll get into some of that we are streaming today at 1 p.m pacific time which you guys will hear this afterwards but there will be a vod up on my twitch account uh if you search for taylord with a seven you'll find it um and maybe we'll link that in the show notes as well um so going back to themes really quick my theme was to explore art in another medium and I don't know that I really did that other than I spent a lot of time using Pico-8 which forced me to also do sound. Um I mean I did I did a ton of coding and and some art, you know, like once you get your little sprites uh sprite sheet down, there's not too much else to do. Um but I had to develop all the sound effects and the music which was tricky. Um the, I think by the end I was able to grasp like the main concepts of Pico8 sound. Like it's cool because you have a sound effects editor, which gives you both like this little graph you can use to like draw on, and the height of the little point determines its pitch. And then you have different like waveforms that you can pick from. There's eight different waveforms that change the sound. But what I didn't realize was if you go to, there's like this separate little section that shows all of the different actual notes, like, you know, A sharp or whatever, Um, you can go in and there's a section that shows different effects. So you got like vibrato and arpeggio and different things like that, that you can add. And I didn't realize that. So I had been making sound and it just sounded like crap. And I was like, why does this sound so dumb? And I went through and played some games, uh, other Pico 8 games, and some of their music is like a freaking masterpiece. Like uh, last or a couple weeks ago when I went to that Pico 8 thing at the library, he was showing us that his friend remade the entire Portal soundtrack in the Pico 8 sound uh, sound component or whatever. And it was like brilliant, you know? So I spent some time, about an hour and a half, two hours yesterday, messing with the different sounds. And I think I have like, it doesn't sound great in terms of like music composition, but I think I got like some nice little tunes going through there. And uh, I got some cool sound effects too. Like my favorite is I have this uh, power up, which is basically just a sprint. Um, And it makes this little like kind of putter putter sound that goes really fast, which is pretty cool. So, I don't know if you count that, Rhett. Uh, that was that was how I related to this week's challenge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think that's what you were going for, but there we go. And no, no, it's a different medium, but that's all right. <laughs> outside of computers, maybe. <laughs> Not outside of computers, but but uh, no, that's all right. I mean, you get you get a you get a thumb up, but that's right. about it. One thumb out of two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you get a sweet pat on the back from me because we're friends. Yeah, nice dude. Thank you. Love that warm You're welcome, touch. Bro. <laughs> um,
1: well, yeah, pretty much. The only thing I have from this week is talking about the game jam and what a blast it it's been. Um, yeah, we had so overall, like at, at the peak moment we had i think 157 people signed up which was super cool like last time all of a sudden on like the day before or something like 40 or 50 people signed up and it was just like this whole huge wave of activity and this time it was much slower it was just like a a trickle in throughout the whole time um but as we got closer like more people per day were coming in and it was pretty cool. Like we had some people getting really psyched up for the jam and my suspicion for like number of entries you get per number of signups, I think is still confirmed. I think it's roughly about a third of the people who sign up, submit a game. So we had, um, 60 entries. And if I do the math here, uh, what is that? Well, 38%. So pretty close to a third. Um, but that was that was awesome. The last time we had 41, I believe. And uh so we've increased by you know, almost 20, which is cool. And looking through, there's a lot of good-looking games, man. It's uh it's really exciting. Um there was it was interesting seeing yesterday too how um a lot of people wait till the last minute. <laughs> like uh I submitted my game and I was pretty much last minute. I submitted my game at like 11:30 p.m. and we were going till, you know, midnight, so there's about 30 minutes afterwards. And I think when I submitted I was like at I was like the 43rd person to submit or something. And then within the yeah. next half hour, we had like
0: almost 20 more submissions. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that because, you know, I submitted and I was like checking back. I was like, "Where's mine?" Um and I noticed that uh a bunch of them just flooded in, like, right after I did. Yeah. And uh, it took, like, five minutes for mine to show in the feed. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's well, yours called? Mine is called Fruit Loop. Oh, here it is, Loot. Fruit Loot.
1: Yeah. Um, so, I guess a little bit about my game. I did it all in Pico 8, like I said. Um, it was super fun. I learned a lot. Um, some notable things I learned about Pico 8 is... Um, using persistent storage so like the only thing that i do that for is i have a high score um, that stays with you so like if you pull up the game and you play it in your browser um, and you you know you get 20 score of 20 and then the next time you open it it'll show up as being 20 which is pretty cool i'm not quite sure how that works like where it stores that information it must be cached somewhere on your PC or whatever. Um, but that was kind of tricky to figure out um, because Pico 8 uh, has, I guess it's kind of like um, player prefs in Unity. Um, you use this thing called D set. Um, you have to go in and like actually modify memory and stuff. So it's a little bit weird. It felt a little bit low level. But I got yeah. it working, which was pretty cool. Um, what else? Um, I learned a lot more about how collisions work, and it's kind of tricky to understand. I feel like um, there's a like when I first started learning PicoA, and this is where I got hung up with slap happy scientist was I couldn't figure out how the collisions worked on the fly. So like when you try to slap uh, a guard in that game, the hand comes up and tries to hit the guard. And I couldn't figure out the right math to get it to work because, you know, in unity you have like a collider component. You just put it on a game object and then it does the work for you. But in uh Pico eight, you have um, a couple ways you can do things. You have the map which is basically it persists in the, the game space. And so like if you draw the map, it's always going to show whatever is exactly on the map. And then like your player, you don't write your player to the map all the time. You just draw it on top of the everything else, on top of the map and everything. So you actually have to do manual calculations, basically... Um, every frame you're running a hitbox check. So that got a little bit tricky, but I found some helpful um, information on the Lexilafl, um forums, which is where like a lot of the Pico8 stuff is. Um, and basically all you have to do is just check the X and Y coordinates of the two objects you're checking against. Yeah. And if they're outside of like a little box that you kind of imagine around your character then it counts as a or if it's outside then it doesn't hit but if it's inside then it hits and you can react Um, so it was kind of tricky but I got that working which was really satisfying I was worried about that um, since I had so much problem the last time but um, I don't know if I explained what my game actually was Um, it's basically one of those games where objects fall from the sky and you have to catch them um, so the the fruit are the objects. You have this little player. You can run around. You can jump. Um, you can, like I said, do a sprint, which helps you try you know move faster in a particular direction to try and catch a fruit that's like almost hitting the ground. Um, and then I also added this almost like Tetris component, which I felt like really makes the game unique. Um, so as the fruit is falling there's also a chance that a block falls from the sky and then it, if it hits the ground or another block, it stacks up. So, like, these little mountains are being made as you're playing and you have to, like, you know, at first it's just flat land and it's much easier to catch the different fruits falling, but as the game goes on, you have to, like, jump around and try and avoid, you know, falling in a hole or whatever and trying to to catch them, but um the fun part is that the sprint goes through the blocks so as it like powers up you can use that sprint to shoot through an obstacle that's in your way hmm. um which was kind of a bug at first but as I started playtesting it I found it like really enjoyable like every time you're stuck and then you shoot through the uh the blocks to catch like a a fruit that's falling like whoa that was cool you know um so that was fun i also added this little duck that flies by and if you jump and hit the duck you get an extra life which that was kind of a neat little thing um but yeah it's kind of like this fast-paced chaotic little game that uh really kind of made me have a love for pico 8 <laughs> like nice. now now i i i Plan on doing every game jam with Pico 8 if I can, because I feel like you you start understanding game engines a lot more when you because you have to build most things from scratch. Like they give right. you the ability to draw a sprite, um, and some basic math functions and being able to look at the map and print and stuff like that. But beyond that, like, oh my code was so messy. Like Lua is interesting it's not what i'm used to the syntax is you know a lot different than c sharp Um, but it's pretty basic and with pico 8 you don't have a lot of screen real estate so when you have lines that are like a a bunch of characters long it gets really messy and hard to like hard to follow and then also since you're doing all of the animating by hand i have (coughs) tons of boolean values And tons of counters that are going through and checking to see how many frames have passed since the last time you flipped out a sprite on a particular type of object. And so it's just like a lot to keep track of. But you start understanding exactly how animations work. You know, like if you just tell it to every frame flip a sprite or something it looks ridiculous so you have to like calculate the speed of things at which you're like switching out the sprites so I don't know for anyone who's in question I would recommend Pico 8 watch some tutorials because it's kind of tricky if you're not like a super strong programmer or you know no game programming but it's really beneficial um, I think so I had I had an awesome time I was just looking through the uh, submissions and it looks like i was the only one who did pico eight but wow I'd like to see more that's cool man yeah
0: um so anyways i might have to take a look at pico eight sometime i've had it for a long time i just never uh, bothered with it
1: yeah man i actually think that if you're trying to learn how to code you, um, using Pico 8 is a really good idea because you're so limited in what you can do. like um, you know with unity, you have like all these special functions that you um, need to keep track of and everything, which are great. Right. It makes your your games like super powerful without having to like build things from scratch. Um, but like having those constraints really just teaches you the basics um you know like for instance i have gravity in my game but literally i create a gravity variable that holds an integer and every frame i apply the gravity to the player's position you know like that's how gravity works in my game i don't have like a whole thing a whole system in the background that calculates how physics and gravity all work together you know? Right. So I think having to kind of like think about that is really helpful for somebody who's who's new to it. And Lua is like I don't know, it's pretty basic. I, I think it's a really good syntax for beginners. So if you ever want to look at it together, dude, let me know. I'll help you out.
0: Yeah, absolutely, dude. I might have to take you up on that. Yeah. I uh, think the most I've done in it is like checked out some, you know other people's uh projects and stuff
1: that well that's what's fun about it is you can learn a lot just by looking at other people's projects like for instance yeah. w- one thing i added in my game was when you jump um you kind of get this little hair motion um of your character like the head your the hair on your head kind of flies in the wind or whatever as you're going up and down and i got that uh, by just looking at celeste i played celeste on pico 8 and they have that little effect, and it looked really good. So I, um, I didn't look at their code, which, but you totally could using Pico8. Um, but just like that idea inspired me, and I figured out how to get it to work. So it's super great for like figuring out how other people do things. Like I was looking at some other project, and there was a command used that I had never even heard of. So I looked it up, and then I was like, "Oh, wow, that's what that does. You know, that's cool, or that's how I do that." You know, so it's really like open source feeling once you get it. Um, what was kind of neat was uh, there was a guy on my stream, Zeok, who's who's been around our community a little bit, um, who after watching me stream, started looking into Pico-8, and uh, he started working on his game. And so he was asking me all these like probing questions about how I was doing different things. And it was kind of one of those teaching moments where by having to explain something on the spot, you end up like learning a lot more about it. Um, so that was really fun because he hung out like most of the time when I was streaming and it was just like, it helped solidify my understanding, which was cool. So um, Also... Just talking about Pico 8, uh, have you heard of, uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, Lyco 12? <laughs>
0: um, yes.
1: So I hadn't heard of it, but it's basically open source Pico 8 and they like they copied everything. If, if it didn't come before Pico 8, they copied literally everything. <laughs> um, I was streaming yesterday and Yag, the Yagich, I think is how you say his full username, um, was, on, was on with me and he was like, Hey, have you checked out Lyco 12? And I thought he was joking because it's like, it sounds like Pico 8, the exact name. But I checked it out and the cool thing is you can get it on your phone so I installed cool. it last night on my phone and then um, I was just playing around with it and like I have this little game where I can just like click around like I have a character that I can just move around with the the arrow keys but it's all like Lua based it all uses practically the same syntax like the boilerplate for your code is underscore init underscore update underscore draw the exact same as Pico 8 Um, Hmm. (laughs) and like even the sprite editor and stuff like looks exactly the same so um it's kind of cool though it's nice that I can get it on my phone I was talking to Geki about uh because he posted a screenshot of Pico8 uh coming to mobile and I was thinking like damn if Pico8 is on mobile like I'm gonna be making games all the time on my phone you know whenever (laughs) whenever I have a couple minutes I can just like start working on a game So, that's what Lyco 12 is. You can get it on your phone. I think it's available on Android, iOS, and, like, Linux, Mac, PC, so, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Especially if you're on the fence about picking up Pico 8, you can check that out. See if you like it, so. Sweet. Yeah, man. (laughs) Sorry, I just did it again. Just took it and ran. Um... Yeah, there's some interesting information here. Um, After you finish a a Game Jam, you can look at some information about all the games. And so I'm checking out the engines that people used. It looks like, I'd say a good 60% are Unity. Um, A couple Construct in there, quite a few Godot, quite a few Game Maker. I see one RPG Maker, a couple Clickteam Fusions couple i haven't heard of mmf2 i don't know what that is and then i see tick 80 which i don't know what that is either but it's cool seeing um what other people are are good at using or decide to use for their game jams um and i think that's what's kind of fun about it is everyone can kind of do their own their own thing and you know it's interesting as well to see what everybody chose for their themes, you know, and how they worked them all together.
0: Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Actually, these ones, I felt, worked pretty well together overall. Like, all three of them you could use in a in a game um, pretty easily. Or, you know, like Gravity, I think... I bet most people used Gravity in their games. Um, but, like... Yeah, I don't know like I was able to get all three of them in there which I thought was kind of neat but I think a lot of people also combine them so pretty sweet um that being said we had a lot of people asking about OMG Jam 5 (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) like when's OMG Jam 5 it's like dude we just finished OMG Jam 4 um so that'll be on the horizon um I hope we at least get OMG Jam 5 done this year.
0: So, oh, yeah, we will.
1: Yeah, we will. I don't know about 6. Like, we talked about quarterly. But I think 6 might be a stretch. We'll we'll see.
0: We'll see. So. Who knows? Maybe we'll get to OMG Jam 10 this year.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: If we did <laughs> one
1: a month, we probably could. It's July. we gotta have another one this month, and then I think we'd make it
0: All right, see you another one next weekend. <laughs> yeah uh,
1: I don't think I could could convince my wife to let me do that <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I know it was like so Friday, you know, start the game jam, and I started like right after we were done talking about it, worked until like 6, 6.30ish, I don't know, somewhere in there, had a quick dinner, and then I jumped on because uh, I've been playing Dungeons & Dragons with my cousin and my brother on Tabletop Simulator, and I've been having a really hard time with it because it's like whenever they want to do it, I'm, I'm like pretty busy, but I was like, I'll try and make the next one, and of course they scheduled it on this day, and I was like, well, you assholes, but... <laughs> I felt like I was kind of done for the day. I'd like just worked that whole time without hardly taking a single break. And, uh, I was like, all right. So I hopped on, started playing Dungeons Dragons, like two hours in Bailey's like, so when are you going to be done?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I know
1: how that goes. It's like, can you please be done? Like yeah. most of the time I feel bad, you know, cause I stream so much. Um, and I'll like get off stream and go into the bedroom and normally we'll like watch a show or something after my stream. But like I always have some little loose ends I need to wrap up, you know, if someone's yeah. talking to me or whatever. And, or <laughs> I'll have my phone sitting on the the nightstand and it'll buzz and Ali will be like, He's mine now. Stop
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, the buzzing from the Discord is just like and like who the hell is texting you at one AM? It's like, right? well, it's everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been getting in the habit of um,
1: using do not disturb alarms only at yeah, night. Yeah, I,
0: I usually do that every night anyways. There's just a few times where I don't, or I forget.
1: Yeah, I, I never did until we started getting more people in the Discord. Um, I'm such a light sleeper that, like, that buzzing could wake me up. So, lately, the last, like, couple months, I've I've tried to put that on, um, which has been nice, but not saying we don't like you guys. I just need my sleep. <laughs> right. So um. yep, <laughs> what else, bro? <laughs> I wish that um, um we we could talk about some of these games, but we can talk about them next time after we've played them.
0: Yeah. I mean, I haven't played any of them, so I don't know anything about them. Some of them I look really great. I'm looking forward to playing a lot of them. I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing mine, you know. I know. Just, yeah. Uh, I am too. I mean, it's so dumb, but <laughs> it's, uh, it was fun. Yeah. And, uh, seeing what some other people did, it's like they, they were able to do what I wanted to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I'm a little bummed about that, but. Nevertheless, I am happy with what I was able to get done, you know, with the constraints that I was facing, especially with, you know, family um, things going on. Yeah, man. (laughs) Well, and um, there's
1: always next time. Every time is a a chance for improvement.
0: And I got to say, I think I texted you this or something, but honestly, like that Friday just... From start to finish, working on my game, problem-solving, chipping away, just listening to music that I wanted to, and just drinking boatloads of coffee. Like, (laughs) it was one of the funnest days I've had in such a long time. Dude, that's awesome. Like, even though, like, I got nothing done, like, I felt like a real game dev, you know? (laughs) Yeah, dude.
1: No, that's what it's all about. And, like... I think that game jams, even though they're exhausting, they really like fill up your creativity tank, you
0: know? They do. And and it's it's hard because and I've I think I've talked about this lately, but like I've been in such like a downward kind of sloop in terms of just like my mental place. My yeah. my where I'm at mentally and emotionally. And it's not like I'm Oh, I have to throw myself off a Brit. No, it's nothing like that. I just, you know, have been kind of down on myself and I feel kind of dumb, like when I'm not productive and it creates this like downward spiral. So it was fun to be able to sit down for something that, you know, I knew kind of about what I was going to get done. And I, I, I got to say, I got done a little less than I was hoping, but to sit there and just for some reason, man, I just hit that zone where problem after problem was coming after me, and I was able to just explore so many different ways to solve these problems. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know, man. It just reminded me how much I love problem solving. Yeah. And, uh, and...
1: Hit, hit that flow state, man. That's what it, dude. That's I what was life in the flow state. All about. Yeah, yeah I was definitely yeah. in the in the flow state too. Yeah, it's yeah, addicting, dude. man. That's uh. God, there's nothing like creating, you know? Right. And especially if you can overcome big challenges. Like, of course, you want to be able to just, like, make a game and it it to be completely easy. Like, oh, you know, I know how to do this so well that this really wasn't even that much of a challenge to me. Like, that would yeah. be cool if you could whip out the next, like, awesome game on Steam in no time with relatively little challenges. But... How much more rewarding is it when you say, well, shoot, I had this idea in mind, but now that I've broken this task into all these different steps that the computer has to understand, I've hit a snag where I didn't know that this was going to be a problem, and it is. Now what do I do? And then you just have to figure it out. Like, it's all on your shoulders. Once you overcome that, whoa, feels great, man.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I gotta say, this, this week was pretty, this last week was pretty great. Um, for me anyways, just, you know, I worked hard. I got a lot of actual work done, paying some bills, but I spent so much time just being creative that yeah. it was just like the perfect refresher, you know, and I think I had the perfect week to kind of build up to this. Even, you know, even though I was feeling down, it's like I got to read a lot. I got to write a lot. Dude, I made so much music this last week and then I got to sit down make a game like you said try to execute that vision like create something from your mind um and uh, yeah that you know dude even dungeons and dragons was like super refreshing you know it's like <laughs> i feel like i spent most of my session not doing much but even just like coming away from that i just felt like you know you get that like uh what what's the word like uh like when you're done creating and you're doing all this stuff it om- your brain kind of feels like how your muscles feel when you wake up in the morning and you give that, like, big, long stretch and it kind of hurts there at the end. Yeah. And then you let go and your muscles kind of feel like that, like, languid kind of, like, they're reeling a little bit, you know? Yeah, man. But it yeah. feels good. Like, that's what your brain feels like when you're done, like, creating.
1: Well, it's like that that growth, man. Like, your muscles are actually stretching, right? Right. So when you push yourself like that and you have something to show for it, like, your, your brain has just grown in a very short period of time. Right. And now it's kind of, like, settling back into its, you know, slightly more flexible state. Right. So, it's good feeling, man. I'm really glad you had a good time with the Game Jam. And I, I hope that, um, you know, getting in and, and really doing a lot with Clickteam, it was kind of inspiring for you and that you keep going with it, dude.
0: I think I will. Because, like I said, I want to – I want to go back and try and solve some of the issues I was having, and if I can't get my own gravity engine to work, then I really want to figure out how to get their own, like shit, working. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I got to say too, this is the first time I've ever actually like signed up for like uh, certain community forums like this. You know, like
1: oh, you signed yeah. up for the Click Team forums.
0: Yeah, because, cool. you know, you can only read so many answers before it's like, you have to be a member. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> I guess that's uh it is a paid for engine. So that kind of makes right, sense. Right, exactly. I'm yeah. licensed. Yeah. So,
0: you know, how many times I, I've been using Fruity Loops for like nearly a decade now and I've never been able to like use their forums. <laughs> and uh, so it was actually kind of nice, like even Unity, like I haven't signed up for anything like that. And so it was kind of. I I found a bunch of a bunch of threads talking about, you know, some of the problems I was having, but I could only read like so many of the responses or part of the responses, so I was like, fuck it. So I created the account and I just deep dived into all these problems that people were having and uh of course found no answers, but um Yeah, but nonetheless, nonetheless yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was uh, It was a challenge, but we, we made it, so
1: Yeah, man. That's great. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And I I hope that everyone who participated felt, you know, in a similar way. Um, It seems like a lot of people did. There was a lot of people on the Discord uh, sharing their stuff, asking for help, helping each other.
0: Yeah. It was a lot of fun seeing all the progress people were making as the weekend went by.
1: Totally. Well, um, we did have that little intro that we recorded, so I think we're getting pretty close to... Um, to our time here. Yeah, uh, so I'm happy why to call it. Why don't we create some challenges for next week? Okay. I haven't thought of any. <laughs> um, here we go. All right, Rhett. So speaking of Click Team, why don't you um, spend a little more time on your game this next week? Um, see if you can find a solution to the gravity problem. That you're uh that you're running into like i like it yeah make make some little steps on your game i think um you know going forward it would be pretty cool to have uh a click team challenge for you that way you know you're keeping consistent building those skills and then damn dude by the time omg jam 5 comes around you're gonna just be pumping out some
0: gold man Dude. Well, I mean, by the time we get to December and we're hitting OMG Jam 10. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah, man. I dig it. I like that. Cool. Um, okay. Tell me how hard this challenge would be for you. Um, because I've been, um, loving kind of pimping out gamedevsquest.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks great. Tell me how hard would it be to put our Twitter, Twitter feed somewhere on there on our, on our page?
1: I don't know. Um, I wanted to do... So, I actually, the last thing I tried to do was embed um, a Twitch player that had our Game Devs Quest community in there so that it showed up with whoever was hosting. Um, So, I played around a little bit with the Twitch API trying to get it to work, but it's a little bit tricky because um, when you do an API call, it doesn't have something... Um, that you can like traverse that is people in your community streaming. So there's some black magic that has to go in there before I can get that working. But Twitter might not be as hard. I'm sure there's a Twitter API that I can pull.
0: There and, is. There's yeah. gotta be. Yeah.
1: So that's a cool goal. I like it. Um, okay. I don't know if I'll be able to finish it, but I'll give it a go. Well,
0: research it, practice it, see what you can come back. You report back to us next week. Cool. Love it, dude. Sweet. Well, I guess if those are our challenges, I guess that means it's time for us to sign off. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed OMG Jam Four. We hope you enjoyed the themes, or not. Um, we hope you learned something. And uh, if you did, why don't you give us a shout out on Twitter or over on the Discord channels? Tell us, uh, you know, what you learned. I know you filled that out on your on your form when you were creating your game, but you know. um we may not get to see all those, and if you want your voice heard, the best way to do it, hit us up on Twitter. We are at Game Devs Quest. You can always write us a letter, email it to us, GDQ at airpodcast.com. And uh if you want to join our Discord, join the chat rooms and see what everybody is uh you know, what we're talking about when we're when we're saying seeing what people are sharing uh with their game jam entries, you can do so at uh, bit.ly forward slash GDQ Discord uh come in say hello introduce yourself and uh maybe make some new friends and if you want to sp- support the if you want to support the podcast financially uh you know we have partnered up with Humble Bundle and if you use our link just a little bit of your purchase goes into our coffers which then goes into keeping the lights on paying our server fees um you know all that type of stuff which you know it, it, it's not much but uh, but you know it helps so you can use bit.ly forward slash gdq hyphen humble. And uh, anything that you buy within 24 hours of using that link uh, will go to help support Dev's Quest. And our future endeavors. Uh, did I forget anything?
1: Um, I don't think so. Yeah, make sure you, you guys know, go over to the, uh, the Jam page and play some of the games, rate and review them. Give people absolutely. positive, constructive criticism.
0: Absolutely. Um, and of course we've got a brand new homepage, gamedevsquest.com, not much on there right now, but if you can follow the links, you can find, uh, episodes, more episodes of our podcast or, uh, links to the, uh, kind of the OMG jam, um, page on itch. Yep. Cool guys. Well, thanks
1: for joining the OMG jam and thanks for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you guys and hope that we are, uh, helping you push on your game devs journey.
0: If we can do it, you can too. Don't forget. That's right. I'm Taylor. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm Rhett. Cue have music. Oh, yes.